Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, eSociety Podcast, and this is Clone Society. What's up, everyone? We're back with a fresh new episode. This time we're just covering one episode, Gone with a Trace. Uh, after last week, we had to catch up with a whole bunch of episodes, but we're back and we're going to try to knock out one for each episode. So uh, we're here. The episode just debuted today. It opens up with the title, If There's No Path Before You, Create Your Own. And she always creates her own. It's Jade! Aw, that was so sweet. Hey, guys. All right. Let's dig right in. Like I said, the name of this episode is Gone with a Trace. It's the fifth episode of this seventh and final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars. So, uh... The most exciting part about it, we'll get right to it, is that I had heard about it all week. Uh, They were hyping it up on the social media, Star Wars and everything. They put out a minute preview for this episode. So I knew this was the return of Ahsoka. And that's one of Jade's all-time favorite characters. She grew up with the characters. But before I step on that too much, uh, let me just turn it over to Jade. She can tell you all about it. What'd you think of the return? And uh, tell everybody about uh, the start of your kind of Ahsoka fandom. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Okay, so, so, you guys. Okay, so, I actually had no idea, which is kind of funny, because usually I like to consider myself on top of social media, especially, you know, like Star Wars and stuff like that, considering how big um, a part of my life it is. And obviously, um you know kind of like a family thing and how much that means and so like i i just in terms of like beginning again so i didn't know that ahsoka was coming back in this episode so i was like oh my god like dad was like you're gonna like this one and i was like okay yeah like i guess we'll see and then she popped them on the the um i'm just so excited like oh my god like my thoughts are like a million miles an hour because i'm like she's literally like he said, like, one of my all-time favorite. She is, like, my all-time favorite. Like, I'm not even exaggerating here. Like, she's my favorite Star Wars character ever. Like, I love everything about her. I love that I have to grow up grow up um, watching her and everything like that. Um, and so, like, kind of, kind of... The beginning with her was obviously in the Clone Wars film. And I really liked her in that. I liked her sassiness. I think that I can relate to her in that way. I can be little sassy sometimes a little little yeah and i like age rain was right i was growing up um i was how old was i eight eight and she was like what are powder ones like 13 14 around yeah around that around that yeah so like kind of you know growing young yeah don't know a lot um hence a padawan um and so i don't know it was just super excited to um see her and you know like in the clone wars it's it's not my first time seeing um her species which she's Togruto. Togruto, right and um but it was like the first time i don't know like this this kind of matters slash kind of doesn't she's like a really pretty character like her head tails are beautiful and i just i love um you know obviously the um her skin tone of that species and um her uh, what do you call it? Her facial... Yeah, almost tattoo. Facial, like, like facial tattoos. Almost, it's not, like, tattoos. It's not tattooed, but, it, yeah, it lo- they look like tattoos, but they're actually, you know, like, they're technically born with them. Yeah. But it's always on the face, and I just think those are so pretty. Um, 
and I, if I was a species, this would probably be the one I want to be, <laughs> is because of like her and how nice it looks. The other known one is uh, Shakti. Right. Yeah. So that's that's probably the first of that species that I saw yeah. in the other films. Um, but yeah. So getting to see her in Clone Wars with Anakin being like, no, like Obi Wan, like what the heck? Like I don't want a Padawan. Like I don't have to take take over a kid. Like him knowing that he was already a hassle with Obi Wan. He's like, I don't want like another me like why you know like (laughs) um but then you know like they they bond kind of in the movie and there's like a banter back and forth between them and obi-wan's like haha see you know like how it's working for you and how good this will be for you and what i went through with you because you know you're hella stubborn and she's stubborn it's great um they're both very stubborn characters anakin and ahsoka are very stubborn and i think that's why they can sometimes clash obviously it did happen in the show that's part of the main reason that you know she did leave is because, like, she was very sad in the fact that, you know, he did fight for her, but, like, he didn't, like, fully trust her in the show, you know? Does, yeah. Do you think that, do you, would you agree with that? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because that, that was my was my thought process. So I was like, maybe I'm, like, a little wrong. Like, maybe he did. Like, I don't know. Um, But, yeah, so he didn't, like, fully trust her, and she was, like, really betrayed by that because, you know, like, it's your mentor, and they're supposed to be, like, looking out for you. And then there's this whole crazy organization that's, like, really, like, kind of stabbed you in the back and, like, didn't help you when you needed it most. Yeah. And exactly. so... Kind of, I'm kind of bouncing all over the place here, but yeah, so going back to the Clone Wars, both the movie and the show, you could see her develop into, you know, a great Padawan, and even um, moving on from that, just a, a great Jedi, um, very, you know, she gets very mature, she fights a lot of um, evil guys, she takes on Vendress a few times, and that's a big foe, you know, can't just, like, take on her hella random. Yeah, they, they have some really good fights in that show. Um, I want to say, didn't she fight Mace at one point? No. No, she didn't? Okay, that was someone else. Um, but yeah, she did fight a lot of villains in the show. She, she definitely, she's very independent, and that's one of the things that I always liked about her character. I know that her voice actor, Ashley Eckstein, that's something that she always liked to voice, um, was the fact that Ahsoka was very independent and how she could be a role model for girls such as myself who are growing up, and that's exactly why I loved it. Um, you know, gotta, gotta be independent, gotta fight and go on your own, cause, you know, you don't need no guys all the time, you know, like, we can ask for help, but, you know, you always wanna try and do stuff on your own, um, and so, yeah, so she was just sarcastic and funny and independent and, you know, she matured throughout the show and as I was maturing and getting my personality in order, I could just relate to her a lot, um, and just, like, the stuff that she was going through and all that, um, like, the worries and anxieties in the show were prevalent, um, I can't think of one specific moment in the show, but I know, like, she, she did, like, question herself a lot, and so, it's just, it's, like, the, that idea of, like, questioning yourself, but then, like, realizing that what you're a part of, aka the Jedi Order, is something that she personally believed that she had to leave, and so, that's actually, what season, what season did she leave? Uh, interesting you bring that up, because that's actually the next thing I was going to bring up. Uh, the last season that aired 
on TV season five, the very last episode of the season, The Wrong Jedi. That was the end of the uh, the kind of series that led to her leaving the Jedi Order. And um, she was on trial for murder, it turns out. Spoiler alert, obviously, for everything Clone Wars. I should have said that. I got to start remembering to do that at the start of these episodes. But spoiler alert, obviously, for everything Clone Wars. We're obviously going to be delving into everything. Um, it turns out that Barris Offee was actually the yeah, one. And that was one of her friends. Yeah, that and kind of betrayed her and set her up. And then when they're like Jedi, are like, oh, okay, yeah, it's cool. But uh, like Jade was just saying, she like took that the wrong way. That they like didn't believe her and like weren't there yeah. for her. So yeah, no, and they do an interesting job in the episode showing it how you know the Jedi Order is composed of these supposed great masters. You know Yoda, Mace Windu, Obi Wan, and Anakin, and others who I'm sadly not remembering. But you know all these great people are like in that room together, and they kind of just nonchalant being like, "Oh, okay, like you're off the hook, like like whatever about it." And she's like okay no like you literally thought i murdered someone and you like you didn't believe me when i tell you that i was innocent like i thought you had my back you know like it's just so sad because i'm like flashing back my like how much my heart hurt with this episode because because this was a this was obviously a big arc for the show and um I remember, in, like, in the episodes leaning up, like, I, I had no idea what they were doing. I didn't think they are going to, like, actually, like, have her off the show. I was going to be like, oh, yeah, it's going to be conflict, but she's going to stay. And then the episode that, you know, you just mentioned um, in season five, the very... Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. That's that's how they ended season five? Oh, my God. That, no wonder I was so heartbroken. Like, Jesus, that's why... Uh, okay, you're going to talk now. Okay. No, I was waiting for you to finish your thought, but and you should. But I was just going to say that uh, season six was the Netflix season uh, that only debuted after they made the deal with Disney and it wasn't going to air on TV anymore. So they just posted the whole season six on Netflix. Yeah. And that was – it is actually more of a fill-in season. They have this – Shock T storyline, and uh, there's a Amadala one with Clovis, and um, and then there's an end uh, Yoda trilogy that that ended. It was a 13 episode season, but uh, what I was gonna say is from the end of season five, the wrong Jedi, um, the Ahsoka didn't actually return to the Clone Wars itself. She did eventually return to Star Wars Animation with uh, uh, Rebels, Rebels. Yeah. which was cool to see because there was this all like, yeah, uh, you know, what was going on uh-huh. with that. Yeah, no, so. and, and that version, obviously, you know, she is seen to be older. She looks, she definitively looks older and her head tails is kind of cool. They're more grown. And I was like, ooh, growth, you know, like woo um so i really i was really happy you know obviously when she showed up on the show i'm happy whenever she shows up especially since you know that season five whole thing ended it really did kind of break my heart because of how much i love this character and then for the for like that to happen to her i remember uh are you gonna play it no i'm playing the Oh, okay, okay. Um, I remember, yeah, when that happened, and she walks down the steps away from Anakin, and he looks super sad. He's like, 
like what what just happened like what 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 was I just a part of you know um and like watching her go I just went to the bathroom and like cried for probably like 10 minutes and I was just sad for like a straight week and just like the months going on it was like a reoccurring thing in my mind like someone I like like it was basically like like a family member passing away like that's what I equivalated to like like the loss of like someone like that you can like relate to and I feel like that's that's a part of like the magic of television and the magic of cinema that I like I get so passionate about and how like I try to explain it to other people but sometimes they don't get it as much because you know they they don't they don't relate to things like we do which I'm which is why I'm glad I can talk about it because I explain it to friends of mine and some get it and they're like oh yeah I know like that's great that you can do that and others are like no like I don't even know what the words are that are coming out of your mouth because like they can't comprehend the fact of me having this emotional connection to a character on television that's not even real that's a part of you know a universe a long time a long long time ago in a galaxy far away you know so it's like I it doesn't and that doesn't take any justification away from me like I still I still love what I love I still care about what I care about it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks but it's just like man like they really did a good job like Dave Filoni like I remember the constant talks like after this was happening and like on Twitter and stuff like that everyone was like oh like bring Ahsoka back and he was like being like all shady about it and he was like I don't know like who knows and I was like Dave like shut up like (laughs) you like you hurt my feelings like you jerk like um so yeah um I this is kind of like a little off story but do you want to talk about talk about Halloween yeah okay so what year was that 2008 2009 that was a couple years later so it was Probably 2010, 2009 or 2010. Okay, yeah, because I was saying, I know I was still in elementary school. Almost 10 years ago now, um, during Halloween, I was obviously, you know, I had my favorite character for um, Halloween. That was English. I had an idea, and I was like, Dad, you know, like, I want to be so for Halloween. He was like, okay, we can make that happen. And so we ordered the costume online. We got the face paint and the head tails and stuff like that. I think it came with the costume, if I'm not wrong. Um, and then we, like, did the whole, like, arm and hand paint and that was really fun and I was super excited and dad had this really nice um green effect lightsaber like it's like legit it's not like the like ten dollar ones you see at walmart and target like it's like really nice like it looks like it could be the real thing and he was like you know what I'm gonna let you take this to school just gotta be really careful with it and that's what it sounds like Ooh, oh my god the green is lot the green isn't there anymore i think the batteries yeah it's so, it's so funny he literally brought it out and we're like the green effect is gone we need to put new batteries in it that's how long it's been since we've touched it um but yeah no it's it's great i love that lightsaber it was so cool to like show it off to people and like me being my 10 year old elementary self being like huh, i got a lightsaber oh you know like i'm i'm freaking cool like <laughs> you out here with your like little like i don't know like random banana costume like i <laughs> know i got a lightsaber like um so yeah that was really cool and i remember we always had these what do you call them like parades 
around the elementary school and they had this cute little kids themed halloween playlist and we like walk around in a big circle and all the parents would just be taking video and then there's dad zooming in on me and i'm like hey how's it going like all cute like um and then later that night on halloween you know like 2010 or whatever it was great you know like especially at night i got to use lightsaber it was really fun for photos and stuff like that i walk up to this one lady's house and i'm like okay like it's fine or whatever like i'm 10 like i don't care but now it's just like so something so funny to look back on i don't know how old this lady was obviously she doesn't watch star wars which is totally fine she can live her life but the fact that she tried to she tried to guess what my costume was i was like oh my god like what's what's happening why like oh god like ah she said oh god (laughs) she called me she called me a red devil guys like because of like i don't know maybe it's because i like i had like a weapon in my hand and like i had like the right the red face paint and like my arms were red and she's like oh like you look like a red devil and i'm like excuse you like i am 10 years old you think i'm gonna dress up as a devil like oh you could really you could no like if anything i dress up as an angel like i'm amazing like (laughs) anyway i was just like it's something silly that dad and i laugh about now and we tell family members and they're like oh (laughs) yeah she didn't know and it was fine and i'm like yeah like whatever but i was like the way you you just had to be there you know it's like one of those times where it's like you just had to hear the way she said it and how like i looked at 10 years old and being like half shocked half like haha yeah no okay my dad was like okay just grab her candy and i was like okay cool she totally got it wrong but i really wanted to go like at a spiel about how like who i was but i couldn't because she wouldn't even know like ah okay so that's that memory for you down memory lane <laughs> sweet for you guys little treat um you wanna do you wanna talk about that or something? i don't know something no no i think you completely told it that's that nailed it so yeah um before we actually get into recapping the episode um i do want to tease i probably should have teased this up up front that i have a exciting uh announcement reveal to share with jade and she gets to live react to the news so look forward to that well we'll save that for the end of the pod it'll be a a nice fun thing to end on you know talk about that at the end i hope it's what i think it is because if it is i'll actually die like i'll just die before it happens and then no one will know like (laughs) (laughs) okay well hopefully you hadn't heard um i don't know if she's if she's heard but we're gonna we're gonna get the live reaction for the pod actually on my feed so it's kind of weird okay there you go it's been like maybe like a week all right well then, let's dig right into the episode, and then we'll get to that news. I so. don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, someone tell me. No, I'm kidding. Hurry the episode up. Okay. Well, after getting the recap of, you know, we, we found our way there, but uh, telling the story of Ahsoka and Clone no, Wars. Okay, yeah, but like... Okay, I know this is like our recap of the show, but obviously, you know, all everything that I just said, like... It, it's important to the podcast and it's important to me and it's important to like I don't know like how it connects to the show and so like I don't I don't want to like just brush that off as like oh like me ranting like no because no, it's like it's like I'm not saying it no, no no I'm not, I no I know you're not that's what that's I 
I know that's not what you're saying. I just want to like emphasize the fact of like how like I know that there are probably people who here who want to hear the episode recap, and we obviously are getting to that because it's super exciting. But before we had to get to that, you know, this is a big thing for me personally. And if you are a fan of the show, then obviously you do know the character, and so I'd expect that it would be important to you as well. And we ha- and I have this fun info that I get to share with you guys. So yeah, for sure, exactly. But yeah, um, one more time real quick. It was just that, you know, uh, she left the show basically in season five. Um, Season six was just uh, a bunch of, you know, mini stories thrown together. So uh, she hadn't returned to the show. We had, uh, you know, heard a few stories, but uh, hadn't really got back to her until we got to Rebels, and then that was, you know, such an advanced storyline. They have told some uh, stories in novels and comics and whatnot, but uh, this is the first story back in the Clone Wars era telling kind of what she did after, and the way the episode opens up is with her riding a speeder and she's on the surface of Coruscant and as the narration ends uh, talking about you know what all led up to this moment uh, she kind of descends into the lower levels of Coruscant Uh, we've definitely seen that many times and I I can't remember if it was either Clone Wars or Rebels but they actually had uh, visited uh, level 13, 13 before because it was due to be a Star Wars video game that was in development before it was canceled. Uh, Would have been cool to see what that was. They had an idea for a uh, Star Wars action game from the people from Uncharted and that was going to be uh, part of 1313 and then it changed to something else. And then eventually it found its way to being... Uh, last year's release uh, Jedi Fallen Order so the idea morphed and changed and they did take some ideas for it but uh, uh, eventually yes Ahsoka's making her way down and all of a sudden the speeder breaks and it's 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 busted and it's going down she's having trouble steering it and she does a finally uh, crash down on 1313 and that's where she meets this new character, uh, Trace. So, uh, what do you think about the uh, the descent uh, uh, as she went uh, down, struggling with the bike? Oh yeah, no, it was interesting because at first I thought I didn't actually think that she was going to be in the lower part. I thought she would just like find a way to get off because I her original intention was. Do you think it was to like get off the planet? Or no, like no. that she, she was, was just, just like traveling. Way. It was clear she was making her way that she wasn't all going off planet because the outfit is different, which that might yeah. be something worth uh, getting into. The uh, the unique outfit for this episode, obviously she's not wearing the the uh, Padawan stuff and uh, obviously not yet what her uh, rebels gear was. So right. pretty cool. Kind of almost like uh, it almost looks like work style outfit. Yeah, no, I I like this I like this outfit especially for this episode. Um I want the I want the part to go to a longer shot, but it kind of looks like the wide not wide, but like it's like a jumpsuit kind of. 
Is that the vibe you get? Yeah, yes, definitely. Yeah, like a pretty blue, but it's like, it's like a t-shirt jumpsuit kind of. I don't know, I dig it. It's like a, kind of like a light to darkish blue. I don't know, it looks cool on her. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to, yeah. Yeah, well, let's keep it rolling with the episode. Uh, after she meets up with this uh, Trace character, she offers use of her hangar and repair of the bike. And, you know, they have a little bit of uh, back and forth. And I think one of my favorite things about this whole episode is that uh, we're seeing just what you would say is like a normal citizen of the Star Wars galaxy. This Trace and her sister, and they're involved with in these deals and making, you know promising people things and stuff like that and it's it's cool to see a story like that i i can always appreciate it you know you know you love your high level uh, your high level characters characters that affect the outcome of the galaxy your obi-wans and your anakins and that's always fun but i also love when you can take a little detour and spend some time with uh you know normal characters in the galaxy it's really cool i mean even that's that's one of the cool things about uh, mandalorian that's what i just thought of i thought about how my favorite episode is when um it's funny like um cara dune's cara dune um in the show she makes a joke to um the mandalorian about like oh like you could settle down here with this like nice lady and you know her kid and this little what, what type of farm do they have? They, anyway, they're on, like, a farmland, basically. And, you know, it's just, like, developing, like, those friendships and relationships with these, like, side characters who are, like, like really living their life in this galaxy. I think it's cool that we get to, like, de- like develop the world even more through them. Because it, because it's not always going to be, like, big characters like that. Like you said. Right, right. It doesn't always have to be, you know, galaxy-changing events. And that's the thing, like, I don't want to get too off topic here again, but it's, like, it's the whole reason of why, like, Luke said, like, or no, actually, no, not Luke, you actually said this, and I think it was a really great point, of how, like, Rey, with her, with her parents, you didn't want them to be, like, famous or, like, part of a lineage, because it should be proof, and they did prove this with the kids at the very end of one of the films, in the newer ones, but how, you know... People who are important in this universe aren't always going to be of a certain lineage or aren't always going to be, you know, like the most powerful. Right, right, right. I And I'm completely there with you. That's that's what I want. And that's actually what I can appreciate out of this episode. Like I said, it's it's characters that would otherwise, you know just be in the background and we're kind of getting to see what a day in their life is like um, so eventually um, you know after the dealings uh, with the speeder um, they need parts but they get interrupted uh, by a guy coming to collect and Ahsoka has to step up and and help uh, trace out uh, with a little bit of a, a fight scene Right, yeah, and I think that's the interesting, I think you already mentioned it, but, you know, that whole aspect of trying to, like, live normally, in a way, and I know in, like, past episodes, it's been more like, oh, like, it, with with Ahsoka in past episodes, when she, when you see her acting like this, it's usually, like, undercover or something like that, trying to act as, like, a normal citizen, but in this one, you know, it's, like, it's it's her trying to do it for real, like, 
her um trying to show off that she's like not like a jedi she does say that she's from the upper sector but the fact that like she doesn't even associate with them anymore and how she was just like oh like i just need help fixing my bike and to like to like get out of here you know and you know continue living her life um but yeah so when she has to do that whole fight scene you know trace obviously notices and she's like oh wow you're like you're hella good and like she's like oh like what are you like not good at because you're like you're good at everything and that's kind of part of like the jedi way is to kind of have your hand in everything because i kind of like no like you have to like know different languages and species and you know different fighting techniques and how to repair things and stuff like that you know you have all these skills that you never really think about but then when you go out into the the normal world like you know she went she had to ended up in the lower sector people are like whoa like how do you know how to do that like not everyone has that you know exactly and that's what makes this episode really fun um eventually they get to you know meeting up with trace's sister who uh i'm blanking on it right now they they didn't spend as much time with her but uh she's got to deal with these uh uh, binary load lifters and that's interesting uh because we were talking about their place in star wars and uh the one that that comes to mind right away was uh in force awakens one is walking outside of maz's place as solo and and ray and finn are walking in there's a load lifter obviously they've appeared in the games and then one of the most famous references was in the original star wars film some note as a new hope uh when 3po's talking with uh uncle owen and he's like you know uh, uh load lifters and he's like that was like my first job well, you know yeah so uh that's kind of one when you know once they get into the deal with the load lifters, uh, they get into a little bit of trouble with one where uh, the restraining bolt isn't on it and it's kind of running wild, running all over 1313 and wreaking havoc and, you know, knocking barrels over and breaking things. And so they really struggle to uh, to get it back. They're chasing it all over the place. They, you know, get a speeder and they're chasing it down. And then it gets to the point where... Uh, Trace is able to press a button, a blue button. We made a joke about, uh, like, the pit droid hit the nose. Yeah. And while it's not the nose, it's, uh, you know, it's this blue button that's going to deactivate. And once she deactivates it, it actually, like, slips off. And Ahsoka has to grab it with the speeder, but then the speeder starts to slip. So she's got to uh, kind of use the tow cable. And when that slips, then she kind of under the cover of the crowd and only a uh, uh, a child that's standing by notices that she uh, relies on the force to uh, pull the uh, speeder back up so i kind of got to do a heavy recap what do you think about the whole chase with the load lifter and the eventual force use oh yeah i thought it was great um you know obviously chaotic hectic um kind of kind of reminds you a lot of you know like what she is used to going through kind of like chases and stuff like that um but it felt different in how you know she kind of had to handle it because i feel like you know she obviously did use a force as a last resort because you know her friend was obviously her new friend here she was literally about to like 
fall down to her death. <laughs> and this robot, just, she's like, okay, like, room. And I was like, oh, revealing. And then, you you know, you see the kid right by her, notice. And I'm like, oh, well, that kid knows, like, because <laughs> he, he, the kid clearly looks at her hands and knows, you know, like, oh, that's, that's the force. Um, but yeah, I, I was kind of worried like in the first place as soon as the sister said droids because like you know it's not just gonna be like normal droids and then when you saw how big they were i was like something bad is gonna happen so yeah and it did so yeah and in the end uh you know it didn't work out for them they ended up she the sister ended up getting rid of them to settle the debt with the guy who came early in the episode so i think in the end it just kind of sh- went to show like you know that's what a day can be like yeah. on 1313 you know mm-hmm. trying to make deals trying to get yeah. by and like trying to live day by day like what you have to do to survive and you know what other might other people might think and how like ahsoka thought you know like this is what you should do this is what's right and how she tried to like help the make the other sister who she was like having become like her friend i guess in a way that's what she wanted her to think in the end like her uh, her obviously you know that girl's sister wasn't gonna do it that way because she knew that she had to do it this other way so right right so um they have a little uh, sit down outside a restaurant and it's a kind of a cool little uh, scene and set up backdrop and uh, we have what looks like a loath cat but obviously this is Coruscant no you know Lothal yeah. so uh, I'm not a hundred percent it might be like of that species right. you know loath cat but um, interesting yeah. because uh, it was clearly a loath cat in Mandalorian that we got to see live yeah. action that was cool. That was so cool. That and um, that reminds me real quick, another quick Mandalorian detour for that episode, uh, Sanctuary, the fourth episode of The Mandalorian. Um, one of my favorite moments is probably one of the funniest moments of the season after uh, Mandalorian and Kara found, find out that uh, ATST, uh, the people that they're trying to deal with, they have an ATST. Uh, they come back and they talk to the village, and then, like, it cuts right to Mandalorian. He's like, Bad news, you have to move. And it's like, yeah. that's like the first thing he says. Yeah. And, like, I think Kara yeah, says something like, about, like, uh, bedside manner. Yeah. Like- that's your bedside manner like yeah <laughs> that was great so uh, but yeah uh to put a cap on this episode they're kind of talking about uh the way of things at this cool little outdoor restaurant here on 1313 and um ahsoka's like well i you know gonna go fix help. my speeder and then uh, trace is like yeah cool i'll help and she goes after her, and it kind of just zooms out And it left me, like, really questioning, like, is there more story to tell here? Is this just a one-shot? I could really see it either way. They could continue to tell another story, but also it did leave it in a place where maybe there isn't anything left to say. And this was just, like, a day in the life on 1313. Maybe. um, Honestly, me being um, a biased Ahsoka fan, I want as much as I can get. Like, I'll give you, I'll take everything. Um... But I could see them doing it either way. I could see them them leaving it here and you just like knowing that that was a part of her life. Um, or I could see them like continuing 
if not with these specific characters, maybe that in that general section. Yeah, well, either way, I know before this this run is over, uh, this isn't the Ahsoka's final appearance on Clone Wars. Uh, the character will definitely return. It's just, uh, uh, it makes me wonder uh, for next week. Um, this won't be too big of a spoiler, but let's check out the name of next week's episode. It is... Deal or no deal. So uh, it's it could be because the you know they were doing deals here. Yeah. You know, so hard to say. It, yeah. it could be, but uh, definitely it doesn't give away whatever it is. Deal or no deal. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I guess we'll see you next week. Um, this is such a crazy surprise. Like that just that just made my day so much better. Um, this whole thing. Um. But yeah, I, during, earlier, while Dad was talking about the beginning of the episode, I ran downstairs to my bedroom. I have the Ahsoka book in my bedroom, that just shows you. I also have my Ahsoka Pop, um, who Dad's amazingly got signed by Ashley Eckstein, which I was super crazy excited about. So yeah, those are both in my bedroom. Um, but yeah, I quickly grabbed the book, and I can't remember exactly what timeline this is in. I just, I quickly checked the flap, um, and it says, I'll just skim over a little bit, um, da 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 after a heartbreaking betrayal, she turned her back on the Order to forge her own path, uh, da 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 Empire took over the galaxy, Jedi were ruthlessly murdered, sadly, um, burned with, burdened with grief and guilt, Ahsoka is now truly on her own, oh, so it's during that time. Oh, so... It's during... During this, the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Ahsoka's not truly on her own. It's her if she, she can never be part of something bigger again. And that's... Yeah, I remember this now. She takes refuge on the remote farming rune... Ra... Rada? That's always imagined how I said it in my head. How do you... How do you think you say that word? Um... Yeah, okay. that sounds about right. Rada? Yeah. Rada? Um... Yeah, and that's that's a really cool... This is a really cool story. Um, it's actually... Um, this author has done quite a few books now um, since Ahsoka for the Star Wars universe. Uh, E.K. Johnston. That's how I actually first heard about that author. Um, it's really well done. It's a really cool story. I'm actually going to reread it now because, you know, this Ahsoka episode has me in a huge... Wanting to, like, rewatch and reread everything Ahsoka-wise. Um... But yeah, no, it's a really great book if you like reading, or even if you don't, you know, we have lots of time now, so I highly recommend it, guys, you know? Um, it's a great book, so yeah, I think you should check it out. Awesome, yeah. I definitely would love to hear what the story's about. Uh, yeah, no doubt. But, uh, all right, uh, we're 30 minutes, 38 minutes in, uh, a little longer for a normal episode, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed all those Ahsoka stories and the recap on the episode. But as I promised in the beginning, got some uh, big news to drop on Jade. And uh, I hope she has a good reaction, but don't get too loud if you are excited. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to, to see your reaction. I hope that you hadn't heard about this news. But uh, yes, we've got big, huge news in the Star Wars universe today. Um, I'm going to pull it up so I can um, let you see the article when... Uh, what is it? 
after I, I uh, reveal it to you and, um, and, and show you and, and hear. Remember, uh, I, ho- I hope you're excited, but don't get too, too excited. You can hurt people's ears. So um, without further ado, the big news in the Star Wars universe, it relates to uh, The Mandalorian Season 2. Rosario Dawson will be appearing as Ahsoka Tano. Oh my god, are you serious? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god, are you serious? Like, real? Like, this is legit? Like, this is legit source? Yes, like, it's this real. is real. Like, this oh is real. Like, really? It's happening! How long have you known this for? <laughs> All today. <laughs> I knew the episode was going to happen, and I wanted to record this. That's why we had to record the release day of this episode, because I, I was worried it was going to it was going to get to you. But uh, I'm going to read this to you. Uh, the The article shout out Nez, shout out Court. They first sent this uh, info to me. Uh, Slash Film has brought word that the second season of Disney Plus's acclaimed Star Wars spinoff, The Mandalorian. <laughs> It's coming out this October. <laughs> They're done filming, so you don't have to worry about production being shut down. That being said, they probably got some effect shots to do. Hopefully, uh, they're able to do those and it's not pushed. But uh, I can't see them uh, pushing it and anything. So, uh, But yes, uh, word that the second season of The Mandalorian is making a huge creative decision to cast Rosario Dawson to star as live-action version of fan-favorite Rebels and Clone Wars character Ahsoka Tano. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Um, Dawson was previously asked about her interest in joining the long-running franchise as Ahsoka in 2017 on Twitter, responding she'd be super interested in portraying the character along with the hashtag Ahsoka Lives. Now it appears her and the asking fans' dreams are coming true. It's currently unknown how much fans can expect to see the character in the upcoming season, but it's set to premiere in October, so they won't have to wait long. So, yes, that's very exciting, and um, shout out to Court. I'm going to give him all the credit because he typed this first, and it's definitely something I'm thinking. He wrote to me along with his article, I wonder how this plays to the ending of Rebels. Will Sabine be with her? Will we learn anything about Ezra and Thrawn? It really just, your mind goes everywhere as, uh, as a person that keeps up with this. So, um, yeah, I said hopefully I was uh, driving in the car, but uh, I'm going to let Court know. We're shouting him out all over the place in this, so shout out Court. Shout out Courtney, Comic-Con crew, fam. <laughs> but yes, uh, Rosario Dawson, uh, season two of The Mandalorian. Incredible, right? Okay, you guys, oh my god, like, you don't understand, like, the number, I can't even talk, like, it's it's, it's funny, too, because, um, you know, if you listen to the pod, and, you know, even off wax, Jade says so many times, the only thing she wants from Star Wars is a live action version of Ahsoka, and it's happening, it's happened, uh, they finished principal photography, she's already done it. It's done. It's on film. Uh, I, they were able to keep it a secret, as obviously most things are with uh, Mandalorian season two. So, yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I mean, that's, like, it's the number one thing, like, I've always wanted, like, not even just, like, in Star Wars, like, in life, like, that's, like, the number one thing I've always wanted to see, like, her, like, on screen, live, like me, and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I'm actually gonna, like, gonna get to see it, and it's, like, Rosario Dawson, we love her, Rosario Dawson, like, she's been in so many great films, like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's super exciting. And it really does open the question, too. They've decided to reveal this info, or somebody dug it up, that Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka. But I think uh, almost to, for my opinion, in response to, to Courtney's wondering, I'd say at the very least, maybe not Ezra, maybe not Thrawn, but at the very least, it has to have... Sabine. I think this all but confirms Sabine live action too because you got to remember she spent time holding the Darksaber at the end of Mandalorian Season 1. Moff Gideon has the Darksaber and for Ahsoka to appear, I don't see how she wouldn't appear with Sabine because we know this is set five years after Return of the Jedi and Rebels ended right at the end of Return of the Jedi and that's where she went on the mission, Ahsoka and Sabine so, yeah I mean, that's where we are with this <laughs> wow um, I'm like looking up everything right now, like, oh my god, like wow. yeah so, uh, lots of reaction to it, um I definitely wonder, you, 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 you think of Rosario Dawson's voice, and uh, there's obviously, I, as, as, you know, playing live action, she's obviously going to have to do the voice, but it is going to be a little weird that that. Ashley Eckstein isn't doing it. Right. And, um, you know, I've only pretty much seen her in voice work, but I'm almost surprised they didn't just go to her. Uh, That being said... I'm almost positive we will see her, as probably especially in that Ahsoka episode, because knowing the way that Dave Filoni is and just the way the Star Wars family is, um, they definitely invited her to be part of it. Because you got to remember, during the first season, uh, Matt Lanter was invited to be in the episode, the Prison Breakout episode. He was the... They weren't expecting a live person on the station, and he was there in the control room. That was Matt Lanter, who played uh, Anakin's voice in The Clone Wars. Yep. Yeah, so. totally. But yeah, uh, huge news, uh, big news. We got to put a wrap on this here soon, but uh, uh, what are you coming up with uh, before we uh, start to head toward the end of this episode? Well, I'm going to look on every social media right now. Um, I'm trying to find the thing that you talked about. But those are right. But honestly, it might be too, like, too far away at this point. Um, probably going to check Tumblr. They're hell- probably hella super excited. It's a good thing I checked Tumblr because I would have found out immediately. Um, but yeah, I... I can't even, I can't even, like, fathom it. Like, it's so crazy. Like, something I've wanted for so long. It feels like a gift, like, in these crazy times. Like It does. And the cool <laughs> thing, like I said, is as far as the live action portion, they've done it. They've wrapped yeah, production like, on two. She's literally, like, been shot, like, in live action. Oh, my God. Like Yeah, it's happened. It's not like, oh, yeah, it will happen. It has happened. Um, shout out to the Nez. When he... Uh, you know, messaged me today. He was like, "Oh, if it happens," and I'm like, "It happened. It had. You know, it is done." So, yeah, uh, really exciting. Can't wait to see that. Can't wait to do more uh, weekly recaps of the Mandalorian. Still one of my favorite uh, runs we've ever done on the show. I looked forward to that every week, and I look forward to this every week. Uh, Clone Society with Jade. So, uh, 
hopefully you enjoyed this uh, Ahsoka themed supersized episode uh, you dig up anything else before we head out because we probably should put a cap on this one. Oh yeah no it's just everyone looks really excited um everyone's having like really funny gifts and stuff like that i saw one is like really freaking out right yeah a silly crying one but yeah no i'm incredibly excited this is probably my favorite podcast i've ever recorded now because of like the content um, yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm like super excited to like see what happens in october like wow <laughs> yeah so exciting so many possibilities uh, so excited to see all the characters. Uh, excited enough we're getting Ahsoka and almost for surely Sabine. I like that rumor uh, that we're getting uh, Iden Verso uh, from Battlefront possibly. Uh, would love to see that too. So yeah, I just can't wait. And we won't have to wait too, too long, you know, October. So all right. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Like I said earlier, uh, episode six, Deal or No Deal. That's March 27th. So uh, we'll definitely be uh, on that day for sure. So look forward to that. Look forward to everything we're doing with E-Society. Make sure you check out Mass Society if you're watching Mass Singer. Uh, we got a full new episode of E-Society on the way. Uh yeah, we got a lot in the works, uh, promise you, because uh, we got a little time on our hands, as you know, and probably you do too. So hopefully you enjoyed listening to this, and uh, I think we'll put a wrap on this. So if you want to say goodbye to everybody, final shout-outs. Yep, bye guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you had mu- as much fun as I did. Yes, definitely. So uh, until next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, E-Society.